Hi, and welcome to Screens and Focus podcast, where we share and connect as we spotlight our favorite shows and movies. I'm Diana. And I'm Brooke. And today we're going to be talking about The Walking Dead Season 11, Episode 6, along with our recommendations on Scenes from a Marriage, Cry Macho, and The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly. But before we dive in, I want to know how you're doing, Brooke. I'm doing really great. I've had a really wonderful day. I'm extremely happy with my kids being in school and them having a routine. So I just love watching them grow. Oh, of course. Yeah. I love that too. How are you, Diana? I am doing really, really good. I... I can see the season turning, and I just love fall, and um, it's my favorite time of the year. So I'm just, uh, I'm feeling really good, kind of cozy, and oh, oh, last night I saw, I happened to look, I was looking for our cat, and I looked outside, and I saw the moon, and it had these dark clouds, like, going past it. I was like, ooh. <laughs> Wow. Oh, it's it's scary. And I even said, I feel like I'm on The Walking Dead, told my husband. I'm like, go look at the moon right now. It was very cool. Oh, how neat. So I wish I would have seen that. I know. It was last night. It was so good. Hey, so it leads me to thinking about our question of the day and this whole episode was like a mini horror film. And um, there is a very creepy house in this uh, episode. And so I wondered, Brooke, have you ever been to a haunted house? I have been to like those haunted houses where the actors are immersive and they scare you and they come out. And I was a kid And that was so scary. So, so scary. Oh, my God. I was so afraid. Dark, strobe lights, you know, masks and things. But then um, I've been to haunted places like this place in Arizona, an old mining town called Jerome. And there have – and, oh, my gosh, we went there, toured around. And when we came home uh, from our trip, we watched a documentary – that uh, this place, like the hotel in that place was haunted. And we had no idea that this place was going to be featured in this documentary. Oh, my gosh. So we did that. And then I've also been to the Winchester Mystery House quite a few times. And I did one Halloween tour uh, one time of year. Uh And that was really, really cool. But uh, only for so long. I felt really disrespectful because I really, I did a lot of research on Sarah Winchester and I didn't like being in her home with all these actors mocking her. Oh yeah. I can see that. At at some point in the tour, I just no longer wanted to um, proceed. I wanted to conclude and be like, I have more respect for her because of who she was in this community. I did a lot of research on her. So I just was like, oh my gosh, this is this place is not haunted. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but how about you? Have you ever been to a haunted house? I have, but well, 
you know, one at Halloween where you, you know, go into it and they purposely scare you. I, but it's been a really long time since I've entered a, a haunted house like that. Ever been to like a, a real house that's been haunted? I don't think so. Although I've been in houses where other people have said there's ghosts here. So, uh, you know, my kids do not like my kids sound like they're real little. They're not. But my uh, my sons aren't really into haunted or scary. So they never wanted to go. So I never took them to any of those places. That just wasn't their thing. So but I have been to the Walking Dead exhibit at Universal Studios. It's very small, though. I wish they did it up even more. So that was a little creepy. <laughs> that was kind of nice, wow. kind of fun. So, uh, but that's about it. Oh, I love a good haunted house. Yeah. Okay. So Diana and I want to know, friends out there listening, let us know what you think. Have you ever been to a haunted house or have you ever experienced one of those haunted uh, events? Let us know what you think. You can leave us a comment on Twitter at in underscore screens or at our Screens and Focus Facebook page. You can also follow us on our Instagram and subscribe to our website. The link is in our show notes. Cool. Oh my gosh, Diana. I, I'm so freaked out all day. I know. Oh gosh. Oh my gosh. I just like can't keep thinking about this. Okay. What were your overall thoughts on season 11, episode six, on the inside? Like seriously. What? Seriously, it is the oh scariest gosh. episode I have ever seen. It really is the scariest episode. I watched it originally. I watched it again last night, and I was so scared. I, even though I knew it was scary, going and I already knew what happened when I watched it the second time, but I was freaked out again. I mean, like I had never seen it before. That's how afraid I was. The feral people were freaky. I loved it so much. We finally get a Connie episode. We see more of Virgil. It was beautifully portrayed. And I kept thinking, when the heck will The Walking Dead win an Emmy? They must for this one, please. Also, we get to see Daryl navigate his undercover role with the Reaper. So I really, really liked this episode. What did you think, well, Brooke? Oh, my gosh. Well, I found out that Greg Nicotero directed this episode. Yeah. And I was so proud to hear that. I just think that he's an incredible director. Yeah. I love his style and they've always been so good. This one had me all curled up yeah. in my blanket at night in the dark. <laughs> me too. I was all like, I was all, you know, in a ball, so tense the whole time. Scared. Yes. All by myself eating chocolate. <laughs> Oh my goodness. This episode had me so creeped out. There were so many elements. I can't hardly wait to talk about those with you. But yeah, so grateful to see that Connie is, um, you know, doing her thing. Daryl, he 
I don't know. He definitely wasn't himself. And so him working with the Reapers, I just really was like, come on, hang in there. You got this. I know. Oh, I think your acting, acting is really, really (laughs) bad right now. (laughs) Like you're a good actor, but you're also like really good at bad acting too. So (laughs) yeah. Keep it together. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Yeah. So um, what stood out to you in this episode? Connie, right? I know it's so obvious, right? But I love that we get to experience a glimpse of her life. And I thought it was a brilliant episode because of that. We get to see things from her perspective. And I couldn't help but think how brave she is. And all the torment that she's had to experience, she had to get out of that cave with all those walkers. You know, and I love that she left these little notes that Kelly ends up finding so that we know what she's had to experience. And also, she meets Virgil, who she didn't know if she could trust. And now she finds her way into this horror house with these feral people. And I was thoroughly on the edge of my seat, yelling at the TV, hiding behind my blanket, just like you, Brooke, because it scared the shit out of me. (laughs) It really did. It scared the bejesus out of me. Uh, I mean, she sees that eye peering at her from the other side of the wall. Ooh, it made yellow. It made me jump. I actually jumped, and she writes on the wall, "We're not alone." And you know, they try to escape, and she gets separated from Virgil and gets trapped in that hallway, and everything is silent because you are experiencing her world, and then you see that feral person before we know what it is, scurry by, and she doesn't see it. We see it. So I'm freaking out. It was terrifying. I was terrified. Yeah, incredibly. Oh, so clever. What stood out to you in this episode, Brooke? Well, I couldn't believe, I could not believe that Daryl went so far where he had really no choice, but to interrogate and torture another man. I know. And this guy really held out. He was not going to crack until he had to. I mean, Daryl had to cut off one of his fingers. That was horrific. I know. And and then I think he was like gripping onto it, which he then disclosed the location of where... Um, the 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 meeting point was at and i just was like how is daryl going to do this i thought the same thing i was like wow how is he gonna get out of this how is he gonna do this yeah and the pope he you know pope not the pope pope (laughs) is like really really um scary he's a scary scary person I mean, Daryl even hands him the knife and he doesn't even want it after that. And he just, I don't know. I mean, I don't know what's going on with with Leah and who she is. I love her hair, by the way. I saw her on The Talking Dead and that is not a wig. I was like, what is going on with her hair? Because 
in the previous season, her hair was dark, I believe, maybe. And now it is very light and natural. I just think she looks great with that hair. But um, so, you know, I feel this energy from Daryl, um, Leia, and, and including Carver. I mean, this Carver person, you know, he's just, I think he and Daryl um, are just really too, maybe they're too similar or something. There's, they're, they're, they're not, I don't know what's going to happen. This little entanglement that we have here. And, and I'm wondering what Daryl will eventually do for love, how far he'll go for love. I mean, he went as far, he cut somebody's finger off, you know, for his family and, and for her as well. I mean, he's, he's got to, to continue his, uh, his investigation. And I loved how he, when he was in the house and he's talking about the information of the, Oh, the reapers. Yeah. There was only 20 of yes. this type of stuff. Yes. I love how he's telling Maggie and the rest of them basically information on them, yeah. but saying it in a way that they won't yeah. suspect, you know, even though that guy's like, mm, I don't know about you. <laughs> yeah. Thank goodness for that hiding spot. Thank goodness they they knew um, about the, the wire in the street. Yeah. You know, like uh, they have to have somebody looking out. And so I can't believe it. I can't believe they did this. They pulled it together. And the very last minute, um, they uncovered the rug and... That trap door was was empty, so really intense suspense going on, and I just cannot hardly wait to see, like I said, how far Daryl will go into this group. I mean, it's it's that's immense dedication right there. I know it is. Oh man! Oh, I want to talk about Kelly. Oh, my goodness. So <laughs> the others are talking about how they're going to go find uh, Connie and there's going to be some committee meeting. And Carol is, we can't wait for a committee to meet for us to go find her. <laughs> and then Magna comes and says, have you seen Kelly? And the next thing we see Kelly riding off on a horse, right? Which I love. You can hear the trotting of a horse. And she's... Pfft, She's not waiting around. She's going to go find her sister. And I thought that that was so realistic. Why would you even want to have a meeting about this? You're just going to go out and try to find him. I mean, it's been so long. And now you know that she's alive. You're going out to find your sister. Uh, and I love that she found those belongings of uh, Connie's because it was reassurance that she was alive. Oh, when they are reunited I absolutely love that. Their reunion was so touching. It was a real moment. Uh, Lauren was on The Talking Dead, and she had said how she asked Greg Nicotero, who had directed the episode, if he could plan for the two of them not to see each other before that moment uh, when they are reunited so it could be as real as possible. And he thought that was a great idea. And so that moment is an honest moment and just seeing those tears coming down Kelly's face and watching them hug each other. Oh, it was so heartwarming for, I love it when 
you know, family members can find each other like that. I just thought that that was really a cool moment for both of those actresses, which I I'm really enjoying seeing both of them on The Walking Dead. Right. So good. Oh, my goodness. This episode was insane. Tell me your other thoughts. Yeah. Well, this entire house and the scene where they're running through the fields and this um, being is like after them. I'm like, what the heck was that? What could that be? Because like that day that I watched it, my one of my clients had said that she saw something creeping around on her fence, but it, but it wasn't an animal that she even like Whoa. knew existed. And I was like, what could it be? What was it? It didn't have any fur. Like, what was this thing? I don't know. Maybe you should call the health department. I don't know what it was, but it had. I watched it on the same day as this episode, and I'm like. What was that? Was it the same thing that my client saw on her fence? <laughs> I don't know. It yeah. didn't look like it had very much hair on it. So that was so creepy. And then when they ran up to the front porch of the house and how eerie that house looked and overgrown everything was. And I'm like, oh, gosh, I hope, you know, everything's going okay inside. And then they were like, there were walkers all over the place, like the night of the living dead. And then they're trying to break the door. It That was... Oh my gosh, this is so, so intense. That was the beginning. A- that was the beginning, too. It was so good. I know. I'm like, what the heck is going to happen? Then they get inside, and, you know, Virgil's like, it's clear. I'm like, okay, that's cool. I'm glad. And then she's like, no, she she's not comfortable. She hasn't slept. He keeps telling her, you need rest. Please, you know, he's got this. Thank goodness she didn't rest and she saw that thing and that trap door i mean in a regular circumstance like where do the razors go like just in the wall for life like or do we all have these this like passageway in these homes like i feel like i've seen this in another movie and that was so trippy to see them going through the walls. Oh, I think it was like Bob's Burgers or something like that. Like, so, they, but it was so, so clever. And I just loved this episode and how we got to be in a horror film. And then these crazy feral people crawling around. I just, and how sneaky they were with the trap door. Everything. I'm like, wow, because they're the prey. It was like a mouse trap. Yeah. Ooh, yes, it was. Yeah, I had a really, really bad feeling about that house, all that wallpaper. So I saw her on The Talking Dead, and Greg Nicotero told her when he starts, when Virgil starts stabbing the wall, act scared. And she's like, <laughs> that wasn't acting. I know. I love that. I She's love like, that. Act. That was so <laughs> scary. Her face. I know. Everything. Yes. Her panting and the silence. Yes. The directing was, oh, that was a true haunted house. I loved it. I love so much about it. Oh, my goodness. Right? I. Uh, what about, yeah, go ahead. No, I was going to say, I agree with you. There At the beginning, it felt like a throwback to the Night of the Living Dead because of the angles of the shot. They were like upward and running in the darkness. And 
Like I said, I had seen that moon last night in the clouds. That's what I saw in this episode. It was interesting how they had the mailbox up on one side and they had this other clearing area and she wants to go the other way and Virgil's all, no, let's go this way. There's probably a house. Well, that was a setup. That's what they wanted them to do. And then how later on, when we see the other group coming, the mailbox is down. So I thought, oh, it just goes to show you how planned this was, right? How planned it was. I'm like, oh my God, these people, even though they're feral people, they they do know how to um, chase, trap these people. So, oh my goodness. And like you said, the music and the silence, there was that music, it was such that horror music playing and you... It felt like psycho when that knife is uh, stabbing yes. Janet Lee in the shower. I didn't know it was going to be so scary. Yeah. Oh and then just the silence. Oh, man. When she's trapped on the inside of the wall, she's watching Virgil and she's pounding on the wall and he comes up to her, Virgil. And But I don't think he knows it's her, right? He's trying to figure things out. And you see that feral person come up behind him. Oh, my God, I was freaking out. The music, it was just, it was so good. It was like the best scary episode I think I've ever seen. And yeah. I, I kept jumping, you know, because I was so scared. And it was interesting because when, when a scene like that would happen, it would either jump to commercial or jump to Daryl and the Reapers which was so contrasting, right? Because you were so scared or so jarred by something that just happened and then it would go to something else and kind of give you time to recoup uh, before you go back into it again. But my stomach was in knots. There's so much intensity and, oh, goodness. But those feral people were so freaky. I'm thinking, how did they become this way, right? And how do you get a group to become to come this way. It's not like you see somebody else and you're like, hey, I'm gonna do that too. So <laughs> right? I mean, just because somebody in your family and your household's freaky doesn't mean you're gonna do the same thing. So I don't know. Did they grow up that way for a while? Were they already bizarre and this just <laughs> threw them over the edge because they were starving? I'm so curious about these people. I don't know how they came about, but it was just insane. Uh, Super scary. Yeah. The one thing I wanted to bring up also, which is separate from this haunted house section, is when Father Gabriel asks Maggie about the others and and Father Gabriel immediately says, oh, we're waiting for the rest of them. And I just found that really interesting because it's exactly what Maggie was saying and totally against what Negan wanted so I just thought it was interesting how they threw that in there, like, you know, that Father Gabriel and Maggie are on the same wavelength of thought, but Negan was on this other thought. So oh, yeah. I just They're... thought it was interesting that they highlighted that part. Yeah, I know. I'm so looking forward to seeing how they evolve. I, I've been reading, like, there might be a, a love thing going on. I'm like, I don't ever see that my goodness but hey you never know Jeez. oh what's so interesting as i brought that up on a previous uh episode of ours i thought that there was something some chemistry there and i'm like no because i don't want to see that but why did i why did i sense it 
I don't see it ever happening. I really don't. But I could tell, I could feel their chemistry. So I felt something and so are other people. So it's very, very interesting. Ah, oh my goodness. Crazy. Oh, amazing episode. Diana, I just have to know, who does your award go to for this episode? Your favorite quote? Is there, I mean, there, you know wasn't a whole lot of quotes, but maybe <laughs> maybe uh, your favorite character or maybe your favorite moment. There was so much to choose from. I know. That was so good. I'm going to give it to my favorite moment, which was Virgil and Connie uh, when they're talking and he tells her to run and get out and to find her family, that he's made choices. And basically, this is his redemption, that Michonne helped him which in turn now he wants to help Connie. and But she says she's not leaving him, which I love. That's so, so walking dead, right? She says she's not leaving him. She drags him and gets him to the door and all the ferals are surrounding them. And she puts blood and guts all over her from the walker that's on the floor. And she just opens that door and lets all the walkers in. And I thought it was... True Walking Dead fashion in what I love about the show, that the humanity, the bravery, the sacrifice, the redemption, the hope. I mean, just everything that I love about this show was displayed in this episode, and I loved it so much. So great. Thank you so much for your feedback. Oh. You're so right on. What is your favorite quote, character, or moment? Um, my favorite uh, aspect, I would say, would be thank you so much, Greg Nicotero, for um, giving us this awesome, awesome episode, perspective, intensity. Um, I think all the characters were on point with keeping us viewers um, uh, on the, I don't know, I wouldn't say the edge of my seat because I was more like sunk in, <laughs> became one with fabric. You know, I was so, so scared. It was like so tragic what was happening. And I was afraid uh, for Daryl and uh, Maggie in the group. You know, I'm, I'm thinking of uh, people in the attic in wartime and civil war and things like that, like hiding people in the floorboards and stuff. So I think everything was such perspective and I am going to watch this again. And I was telling my family about it, like, whoa, 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 whoa. Super scary episode. You guys have to check it out. I love that. Yeah. Well, that wraps it up for our Walking Dead. I cannot wait to see the next episode. But moving forward, well, Diana, what else are you watching? A show called Scenes from a Marriage. It's on HBO Max. It's with Oscar Isaac and Jessica Chastain. Oh, man. Incredible chemistry. Incredible performances. It's an intimate look at marriage, similar to a marriage story and Malcolm and Marie, but even more raw and realistic. It's a bit depressing, 
And it did make me cry. There's only been a couple episodes. I mean, I was like crying, like tears, crying, crying, crying. I can't wait for the next episode to see what the heck happens. But I do want to warn you, it is it is sad. It's really sad. It's not an uplifting uh, show at all. Uh, but I but I so appreciate watching actors do their thing. And Jessica Chastain and Oscar Isaac, I believe, went to Juilliard together from what I've read, and they were classmates way back when. And so people are saying this is like a master class in acting because they're so phenomenally good. It, I, I can't even say enough about their acting performances. They are outstanding. And I also saw that there was a tweet going viral, I think a couple weeks ago, where I think that they were in Venice or another festival, and he kissed her arm uh, the way Gomez would kiss Morticia, and he kind of did that to her arm. Holy smokes! It was, oh, on fire and everybody was noticing that uh chemistry between them it was very very cool you you could you could look it up right now and 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 see it it's on uh, twitter all over the place but dang it was like he's smelling her pheromones and all I know. Right there on so the you red saw carpet. that so you saw that that's so cool i love it but anyways yeah. i'm really really invested in the series um so I appreciate it. I also watched Why the Last Man, which is on FX and Hulu. It's based on DC Comics, where a mysterious uh, cataclysmic event kills all mammals with a Y chromosome, except for one man and his pet monkey, who happens to be the son of the president, who is played by Diane Lane. So I've only seen a few episodes but uh, I like what I'm seeing. So I'm going to tune in to watch some more episodes of that. Uh, I also just watched Cry Macho on HBO Max with Clint Eastwood. Man, he is still going. He is still going. And you know, I love how he directs movies. He just has a flair for directing. It's I, I love these little scenes of of his car driving and his keys dangling and the scenery. And uh, this movie was a little bit unexpected. People had critiqued it and said, oh, man, come on, he's this old. And how could women, you know, be still be attracted to him? And, you know, he has these young women that he encounters. But you know what? Clint Eastwood deserves it. Okay, I mean, I've heard people that have met him in real life and he's very charismatic. I'm sure that hasn't gone away. So, uh, you know what? I I applaud him for still being an actor, still being a director. I enjoyed the movie. Um, You know, it's about him and a, a young Mexican teen uh, sort of on a road trip, but they stop along the way and he need, he wants to get this um, boy uh, back home to his, his friend that has hired him to go find him uh, because he's not living in really good condition. So it's just, it's, you know, I liked it. I, I can't say anything bad about it. I enjoyed it. So that's cool. I can't wait to see yeah. that. Brooke, let me know, what are you watching? Okay, so I just started this. Okay, so my all my kids are in school, including my my preschooler, 
And um, I didn't know what to do really after I exercised. <laughs> and I had like 20 minutes before I had to go get anyone. So I ate lunch. But I was like, uh, like, what should I watch? You know, I didn't really know. Um, so I decided to watch, um, on Hulu. I just turned on Hulu and I'm like, okay, what do we have here? So nine perfect strangers was like on the front screen of Hulu. And it's this show that I've been meaning to watch. It's a drama. I think there's some like dark humor into it because I did laugh a little at some inappropriate, you know, conversations and awkward personalities, and I guess this show is is based on a the New York Times bestselling book by uh, Leanne Moriarty, Nine Perfect Strangers, and it takes place in um, this health and wellness resort uh, that's like promising healing and transformation, and um, these individuals we see them heading there. Um, getting ready for this retreat and they're being watched. So, so far I'm really intrigued. We have Nicole Kidman, Melissa McCarthy, Michael Shannon, Luke Evans, and Bobby Cannavale. I'm not sure how to say his name, but I'm super excited about it. And I can hardly wait to go home and, you know, put the kids to bed and, and watch this show. This sounds so interesting. I'm intrigued. Um, I also watched the good, the bad and the ugly. Um, and so we have a little theme going on with Clint Eastwood and boy, <laughs> yeah. was he a stud. So this movie was released in 1967 and it takes place in the Southwest during the civil war time and Clint Eastwood, he's a bit mysterious. He's a sharpshooter because he's able to shoot the noose of a Mexican outlaw. And they have this charade going where um, they have this bounty and they get paid uh, as this act. But they then end up um, going after this $20,000 lump sum that's buried in the desert. And so this movie was so much fun to watch. There's horses, there's action, there's mystery. There's this natural raw talent um, from 1967. I mean, even the introduction to this film, the graphic design was really, I thought, quite fun and advanced for a movie of this time. Um, and so I, you know, if you don't tend to, check out any classics. I highly recommend every once in a while. It's a really fun idea to do so because we get to see how far we've come in time. And this movie is is very enjoyable. It's peaceful. It's relaxing. And actually, I fell asleep a couple times, so I've had to pick it up, you know, here and there. But it's, it's a really, really fun movie. I love Clint Eastwood. Um, I grew up watching him. And I, I love horses. So it was just really cool to see. I haven't seen that in a long time, but I just remember that I did like yeah, that movie. Check it out. I'm going to go with a little theme. I watched one of his other films, um, Unforgiven, and I just thought that was really cool, too. And um, so, yeah, I'm just going to continue with his 
legacy there and worked my way. I, st- I do want to see, um, the one that you just watched with him, Cry Macho. So boy, oh boy, Clint Eastwood. Gotta love him. Awesome. Love it. Yes. Well, thanks so much, Diana, for meeting with me today. Thank you, Brooke. I love our meetings and I love seeing you. So awesome. So great to hear what you're watching. That's our show. Thanks for tuning in, everyone. We are so grateful that you tuned in and we hope something we said today resonated with you and gave you a chuckle, some happiness, some positivity or inspiration. Please subscribe to our website and follow Screens and Focus and tell a friend. We would love more members of our TV club. Also, if you could rate and review our podcast on Apple, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts, we really need your feedback. This will help other listeners find us. Yes, thank you. We'll be uploading a new episode in a couple of weeks. Next show will be on The Walking Dead Season 11, Episodes 7 and 8. Yes. You can find our website listed in our show notes. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.